Welcome to the cockpit, the interstitial content where we talk about whatever we want to. Yeah, and uh, sometimes we don't want to talk about stuff, but we talk about stuff anyways, because that's what we do here. And now that Eternals is on Disney+, and we've seen every movie in the Marvel Cinematic Universe... Yay. I think we should rate them. Yay. That was a, po- a thousand. That was a popular thing going on, right? People ranking... People, I mean, the popular thing was to rank Phase 4, but the thing is, people were ranking TV shows with movies, and that's just... No, you should not rank a television show by the same standards you rank a movie. That's Yeah, a- because obviously WandaVision used the format of episodic television to make some of the best stuff in the MCU ever. Yeah. And you can't really compare what it was doing with, like, in But modern-day television doesn't like serialization and episodic things because people just don't like those. They like to binge through everything at once, which is fine for some things, but bad for other things. See, I can say that I like things that are episodic, but I don't like things that are, uh... Supernat like supernatural. What's the term for that? Where every episode has the same plot formula. I mean, that's plot structure. It's still episodic. That just follows a basic monster of the week structure. Mm. Yeah, I don't like stuff like that when I'm trying to binge. But I think WandaVision makes a good binge still. Yeah, no, no, it was fine to binge. I'm just saying people don't like it as much because it's not as bingeable as say things like Game of Thrones. I guess Game of Thrones. Apparently, The Witcher. So, before we dive into the movies, do you want to just bang out the TV shows real fast? The yeah, Disney sure. Plus ones? There's four of them? Yeah, the, the number one is WandaVision. And number two is Hawkeye. No. Number two is Hawkeye. Nah. Number two is Hawkeye. Okay, you might make a point there. Number three is Loki. Falcon and the Winter Soldier. No. Why are you disagreeing with me when you know that- Number three is Loki. Oh, sorry, I forgot Loki. There's five shows. Three is Loki. You're right, my bad. So it's one is WandaVision, two is Hawkeye, right. three, three is Loki. Loki, four is Falcon, Falcon and the Winter Soldier, and then and fifth five is, what, is if. what If. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, I forgot Loki for a second. That's my bad. Yeah, that's the rankings for the TV shows. It's an inarguable fact. If you think WandaVision isn't the best TV show that, that MCU has done, your answer better be Daredevil, but Daredevil's not necessarily canon right now, so... Yeah, sure. I disagree with that still, but whatever. I just think WandaVision did some amazing things with television. No, WandaVision was great. But on to the movies. Where do you want to start? Do you want to start at the bottom or the top? Uh... What, did you have something you wanted to add about the TV shows? No. Then what was your sigh of the dead? It's, it's movie ranking time. Woo! Your noise of ennui. Yes. You want to start at the bottom? Because I know we have the, the same two in the bottom and just go until we diverge. Sure, so number 27, because there are 27 of these fucking movies. You say it like you haven't enjoyed the majority of them. Looking at this list, I have not enjoyed the majority of them. You know, when I was ranking these, I realized there were a lot more middling Marvel movies than I thought there were. Mm-hmm. Okay. At the very, very bottom. To no one's surprise. Thor, The Dark World. Though, actually, apparently, it is to people's surprise, because once I was done making my list, I checked the Rotten Tomatoes rankings by percentages. Oh, I meant to actually do that. Yeah. What's the Rotten Tomato number 27? The Eternals. And then Thor, The Dark World. Huh. I have Eternals way higher than that. Same. <laughs> so, number 26, then, is The Incredible Hulk. Yeah. The movie people forget is part of the MCU. Even though it came out after Iron Man. Yeah. So I think 25 is probably where we diverge. I said Iron Man 2. I said Iron Man 3. I hate their whiplash and I don't like Mickey Rourke as an actor. I think Iron Man 2 was strictly superior to Iron Man 3 by quite a bit. No, but it doesn't have an Iron Patriot in it. Okay. Number 24. I also have another argument as to why Iron Man 2 is worse. Okay. Elon Musk has a speaking dialogue in that movie. (laughs) 
that's a fair argument. I think Iron Man 2 was better all around as a story and had like less issues in the larger context of the Marvel Cinematic Universe than Iron Man 3 did. No, it confirmed Elon Musk is part of the MCU. Iron Man 3, Tony Stark retired from being Iron Man, destroyed all his suits, and then came back into the series. Like, Yeah, that's fine. So what's your 24? Age of Ultron. Same, actually. Avengers Age of Ultron is the worst Avengers movie. Their Ultron was bad. Their introduction of Scarlet Witch was bad. Their introduction of Quicksilver was bad. I'm sorry, that's not their names. Their introduction of Wanda Maximoff and Pietra of Maximoff were bad. Their killing of Pietro Maximoff was bad. Yeah. He, he got shot by bullets, Justice. Yep. He ran right in front of Hawkeye to take bullets when he could have, I don't know. Saved Hawkeye. Tackled Hawkeye out of the way. Or knocked Grabbed the, Hawkeye. Or poked the bullets out of their path. Any multitude of things. But now what if we just killed him because we don't actually want to use him? I think 23 are probably different on... 23 for me is Ant-Man and the Wasp. Holy shit. God, you know... So, we have a group chat with some friends... And one of our friends just did his list of all the MCU stuff that he's seen. And I remember basically none of it. But the thing I remember is we got into an argument about the Ant-Man movies. Because I distinctly don't like them. They all put, they both, both Ant-Man movies have put me to sleep. I like the first one. Ish. Mm. What's your 22? I know we disagree here. Iron Man 3. Iron Man 2. <laughs> Who could have guessed they swapped their exact spots in our lineups? <laughs> That's insane. That's unlikely and insane. So, what made Iron Man 3 rank above Ant-Man and the Wasp, Avengers Age of Ultron for you? Okay, so it ranks above Iron Man 2 because, one, it doesn't have Mickey Rourke in it. Two, it doesn't have Elon Musk in it. Three, it has Iron Patriot, which is fun. Ben Kingsley as... Look, the Mandarin. Them attempting to do the Mandarin there was mildly fine for the first half, and then they fucked it in the back half. Also, Iron Man 3 has whatever that... God, I can't remember what the name of that chemical was that made Pepper Potts shoot fire out of her mouth. Yeah. Like, that was a bunch of bullshit. Extremists. Something like that? Yeah, something like that. Okay, what was your 21? Thor. I have Black Widow at 21. I have Thor. Which, one of the- It took me four attempts to watch the first Thor movie. Yeah, that's fair. Thor isn't very good. Also, that's where they introduced Hawkeye and fucked him over. Yeah, that that was the first instance of them being like, huh, how do we do a character without superpowers badly? Yep. So Thor is 21 for me. You said you put Black Widow there? Yeah. Like, and one of our friends is going to be upset because I was defending Black Widow pretty adamantly. Yeah. It's a fun movie. I mean, Black Widow is actually higher on my list than yours then. It's just not good. Um, I enjoyed the majority of Black Widow. There was a, there was a lot extent. of there was a lot of gratuitous ass shots in Black Widow. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Which, while not like actually hammering it down on my list, made it a little hard to watch. Oh, no, definitely. I ignored bad camera work in basically any of the movies that had lead female characters because these movies have had problematic camera positionings for the things with that and this is spoilers for black widow but i don't care that taskmaster was a woman i just care that taskmaster is a cyborg yeah taskmaster not like having taskmaster powers also i fucking hated that design i understand it was done because china has issues with skulls and appearances and they want to make the movie be able to sell well but also bad design I have a larger issue just with Taskmaster not, like, being a person. No, that's true, true. Being, like, a commandable robot. Uh, anyways, what was your 20? Guardians of the Galaxy 2. I have Ant-Man here. Both Ant-Mans are 20 and below for me. Nope. Guardians of the Galaxy was 2. Was was not fun. Ego was bad. That's I, fair. I didn't enjoy most of the movie. Kind of just falls from my brain. That is distinctly fair. So would you have at 19? I have Thor, the first Thor movie at 19. I have Civil War at 19. <laughs> I have Civil War at 18. Not, so here's my thing with Civil War. The and best part of Civil War was, hey, look, there's Spider-Man. Hey, look, there's Spider-Man. The airport fight scene in general is a good fight scene. Cool fight scene. No, no, that entire fight scene for me was, look, hey, look, there's Spider-Man. And then the final fight scene where Cap and Iron Man are fighting, like, yeah, that's a really cool scene. But the rest of the movie, like, Civil War is 
filler. Civil War is boring. And I will admit, part of it is very much because I am a comic book fan. So you tell me you're going to do Civil War, and I get stoked, and then you give me that and call it Civil War. And my brain just goes, oh, Civil well, War. I'm disappointed. Civil War is Marvel's Skypia or Marvel's Bounce Saga. <laughs> it's just filler. I'm sorry. It had some cool fight scenes, but so did the Bounce Saga. Yeah. So then you said you're 18 with Civil War then? 18 with Civil War, yeah. My 18 with Captain Marvel. Huh. I have Marvel quite a bit higher than that. See, it didn't. It didn't feel like it should have been Captain Marvel. Here's why Captain Marvel ranks higher for me, and we'll get we'll get to it in a little bit. But Captain Marvel for me ranks higher because the A plot of Captain Marvel is probably down here at 18. Yeah. But there's a B plot in Captain Marvel that could have just been its own movie or TV show, and I would fucking like kill for that. I know what you're talking about, but that's part of the reason why it's 18 for me. And that is Nick Fury and Coulson. Coulson buddy cop comedy. Yeah, but the fact that. That would have been a better movie that exists in there. Actually lowers it for me. Especially because, for me, it feels very much more like that's the movie it should have been. And instead of doing Captain Marvel, which a lot of Captain Marvel stuff is space, galaxy, fun stuff, we decided not to do that and focus entirely basically on Earth and S.H.I.E.L.D. and not explore, really, Captain Marvel's backstory very well, in my opinion. That's fair. So It was very much, look, I got, I went to space, I have powers, now I'm back. Let's ignore all of that cool stuff there and just focus on the fact that I'm now back on Earth. Yeah, I, I would like to know what, hap- what Captain Marvel's story was for, like, the decade plus that she's been in space, the two decades she's existed in space. Yeah, like, oh, that's not, that's not fun. Okay. So you want Captain Marvel to be more space-based? How do you feel about the idea of the Marvels coming up? That movie, the, the new Captain Marvel movie due out, like... I mean, that should be fine, theoretically. We're also getting a Camilla Khan, that's her name? Yeah. Show on Netflix. Yeah, 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 yeah. And I'm, I'm, I'm fucking down with that. Camilla Khan's fucking great. So then at 17... I have Guardians of the Galaxy 2. I have Black Widow. Because if I remove my hate for Taskmaster, which I don't hate Taskmaster until like the last 15, 20 minutes of runtime... Mm-hmm. I'm just disappointed in the design, but I'm just... You know, superhero movies, you're going to be disappointed in character design somewhere. It happens. It's fine. You know what Black Widow did that makes me really like it, though? What? Introduced the Black Widows yes, to it the did, MCU. It did that, and I think it doesn't feel very superhero-y because it's not really... Yeah, yeah. It feels almost more like the Red movies. Yeah, I could see that. Old spies joining back together to take down a corporation, to take down the company they used to work for. Actually, you're, you're convincing me that it, it was a, it was higher. a fun spy revenge movie. You're convincing me Black Widow should be higher. It was a <laughs> it was a fun spy revenge movie that then just wrecked a character I loved in the last fifteen minutes, which is why it sits at seventeen. Yeah, okay. Uh, I might have to redo my list later because you're you're convincing me Black Widow. Yeah. Um, I didn't need much convincing. I, I still, I, I will still defend Black Widow. Like people trash talk yeah. it, like act like it's one of the worst Marvel movies. And I'm like, no, yeah. it was fun. It had good comedy bits. It had fun action bits. It just ruined a character I liked. Okay, so I should mention 14 through 17 for me. I basically just took all four of these movies and threw them there because like they were pretty much interchangeable. They were the most middling of middling Marvel movies. So that's for me. That's Guardians of the Galaxy two. Yeah, I'd say that's about where I was from fourteen to eighteen. So, so that's Guardians of the Galaxy two. Sixteen was Eternals. Fifteen was Shang Chi and the Ten Rings. Fourteen was Captain Marvel. Mm-hmm. So for sixteen, I have Ant Man. Okay. Fifteen, I have the Eternals. Okay. And fourteen, I have Captain America: The First Avenger. Hmm. Weird. I know people really like it. I really like it. I really don't. <laughs> okay. So I was also a giant Captain America stand as a child. Yeah. So I was just like, oh. Oh, okay. This I really like the first Avenger. It's a fun movie. It's a good movie. I don't know. I, I also didn't like it much. I, it kind of always just lost me right around the train, which is the part where a lot of people picked up the movie and it was much more enjoyable. We got to the train and I just went, 
Oh. Eh. Hey, yeah. look, there goes that normal kid who could just run along and keep up with Captain America. Also, he's an adult for some reason. Bye. You'll be back later. They're not going to get rid of the Winter Soldier. Years and years later. Hey, look, I was right. He's back. Yay. Yeah, so those were kind of like the most mid-movies for me in the Marvel Marvel Universe. I recognize my problem with the Captain America movie is that I wanted too much of the comic book, which is definitely something you shouldn't do if you're going into superhero movies, right? Well, I mean, specifically because... Especially because... Uh, Bucky Cap- being a child The is... Captain America comic books are kind of not agreeing. Like, that's a little problematic. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I realize. He also wasn't really a child okay, for so some of it. He was like a teenager. That's going to carry us to the top half Ish. of the list now, because we've, we've gone through our bottom half of the Marvel lists. Yeah, so what do you have, starting from the beginning of the top half, number 13 avengers the first avengers movie i have shang chi shang chi was in two spots lower for me so i love shang chi i thought the fight scenes were cool i I, love wuxia i just really like the back half hour of that movie really was like oh this is what we're doing here cool Cool." uh legit the thing that took me out of the movie the most and was the least enjoyable part of the movie for me was I appreciated the nod to Binks Kingsley yes. before it wasn't actually a nod, by which I mean, it was cool to see him, and then if we had just left it at that, would have been fine. But then he became a character. Yeah. And I, I liked Aquafina's character for a large, large portion of the film, and then we get to Magic City, that I, my mind is blank the name of, and she just does nothing, really. Well, it's weird that she's just, like, instantly a good archer. No, no, they, they show her being kind of bad at it, but then when... She needs to be a good archer. She's a good archer. I just really didn't vibe with any of that fight scene. What was the name of the final villain in that? The big monster? Uh, The one... He's fucking great. As are all of his big entity color. Guys, I love them. I I love the mystical side of... I love magic stuff. DC, my favorite shits. Constantine, Zantana. Justice League Dark, basically. MCU, I love Wiccan, Doctor Strange. Scarlet Witch, all that fun stuff. Yeah, I'm trying to remember the name of that giant monster because, like, they just really butchered that, in my opinion. Anyways, it, it really came down to what Marvel likes to do, it, and that's introduce a really cool villain from the comics and then just murder them on their first appearance. I think that's why people fell in love with Loki. Yeah, it's, well, he, it's, he it's the die. the Dweller in Darkness. Sorry, the Dweller in Darkness. I yeah. Think- so. What was your 13? Mine was Avengers. Yours was, yours was Shang-Chi. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's why we're talking about The Dweller in Darkness. You got anything else you want to add about any of that? Look, for me, The Dweller in Darkness is just great because Fear Lords are neat, which is Doctor Strange shit, but, but the Fear Lords had like six under demons working for them at a point, and one of them was like, I forget what the name was, but it was Mephisto in disguise, which means this is another possibility that Mephisto could come into the MCU, okay? Oh, see. Like- also, it gives me more argument for more Doctor Strange shit, and I doctor strange one thing i did see on film theory matt uh, matt pat's channel i don't typically a lot of his shit is, with his movie theories is just wrong but one of the things he did point out that i hadn't like made the connection between is dweller the dweller in darkness the way it in- infects shang chi's father yeah is very similar to what we see at the end of wandavision with wanda like having that voice in her head you mean the whole dark hold which is vaguely related to fear lords yeah and just so, because, you know, the Fear Lords also have shit to do with Doctor Strange and Dormammu. And yeah, no, exactly. Dormammu so, like, it really peeves me if the Dweller in Darkness is actually dead. Because, like... Also, because of that you have the Octessence, which also has, like, Sidorak, which means Juggernaut, which means Helms of Sidorak, which means we could have... Well, you also know the MCU is uh, getting mutants at some point in the future. They have an untitled mutant movie slated for the schedule sometime after Deadpool 3. We could get a really, really cool Colossus. Colossus with the Helm of Sidorak... With, well, with the Jewel of Sidorak, not the Helm of Sidorak. is fucking great. So moving on from 13 to Look, number 12. We hit mystical shit. My brain went, I happy. 
So moving on from 13 to number 12. This is where I have Captain America the First Avenger. So five or six slots higher than you did. I really liked the First Avenger. Three. Oh, you had He was at 14. Oh, okay. My bad. At 12, I have Infinity War. That's fair. I have Infinity War a little bit higher than that, but... Infinity War kind of dragged a bit. It had a little bit of dragginess to it. I will agree with that. But honestly... Endgame would have never had the like emotional catharsis without Infinity War. Oh, no, no, I I agree. And also, I really liked Infinity War. Like, even if it was just a temporary thing, and we all knew it was a temporary thing, the bad guy winning felt good. I agree. I didn't like the snap. Okay. But which means I don't like how the snap was done. It was kind of annoying that, of course, only our original main character survived. It annoyed me. Was it annoying to you because it's impossible to snap with a gauntlet on like that? Well, that and the whole Thanos' motivation. Instead of wooing death is I mean, yeah, you know, the people. crazy part is Eternals introduces Eros, who is the reason one of the, in one of the like storylines is the reason why Thanos is obsessed with death. Yeah. And they're introducing Eros and they're keeping him as Thanos's brother. Yep. But they couldn't give us the actual Thanos is in love with death thing as. Yeah. So like, eh. Anyways, number 11, then. I have Doctor Strange. <laughs> is Do- Doctor Strange much higher for you? Obviously. Okay. My bad. 11 is Doctor Strange. It was good, but like it's kind of slow and sloggy. 11 and is Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah, fair. Guardians is a really good soundtrack, though. Yeah, that's it. And very funny. Yeah, but their villain is bad. The end is bad. Like, I do not like the end. Hey, fair. look, if we all hold hands in the power of friendship, we can control this well, stone that. It's because specifically for this universe we have determined is super, super deadly. And we're not going to explain why until Guardians of the Galaxy 2. We will then tell you that Quill is part celestial. But then we're also going to tell you later in Eternals that that doesn't really make sense at all. No, Quill's part celestial. It makes total sense. No, because Ego doesn't make sense as celestial then. So, yeah. And that brings us to the top ten. This is not quite the top third of all Marvel movies. That will start at nine. But what is your number ten? Top ten Marvel films. My number ten? The Avengers. Yeah, I had that a little bit lower back at 13. I think it's a really great start for a team up and it's really well done actually for most of the characters. The only character who does badly is of course Hawkeye. And that's because Hawkeye up until his television show has basically just been done horribly. That's true. Number 10 is the worst of the three Spider-Man movies, which says a lot that it's at number 10. Yeah. Spider-Man Far From Home. That uh, that still beats out other things for me. Spider-Man Far From Home is by, by far the worst of the new Spider-Man movies. I'd agree. But it's still so much better than almost everything else in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Also, I'd agree with that. Yeah. Number nine? Number nine for me, Iron Man. Black Panther. I really, really like the original Iron Man so much more than the other two, obviously. Because the other two don't even break the top 20. I really like Killmonger and Black Panther. But obviously, Marvel did what Marvel does and just... I do just like that they just kill off the villain. But I mean, they also... Stop it, Marvel! They did the same thing in Iron Man. They killed off Stain. Stop it. I just... Killmonger was a cool character played by a cool actor. Stop it. Oh, yeah, true, true. <laughs> I, I guess that takes us to number eight, uh, which is where I have Guardians of the Galaxy. At number eight, I have Winter Soldier. That's a fair number eight. It's all the good parts you remember of Civil War. Yeah, no, like, I had to stop when I was making this list and Google Civil War plot and Winter Soldier plot because my brain just, like, the movies feel like an A and B, like an Infinity War endgame scenario. Except I remember the differences in Infinity War and endgame better yeah. because it has a big... Um, well, because one of the movies isn't completely filler. Well, yeah, and also it has a, a good peak that lets you know when you're breaking halfway, which is all kinds of people disappeared. Okay, so when we're missing those people, we're in the second half of the movie. Yeah, so my number eight was Guardians of the Galaxy. We've already went over why that's a good movie. Yeah. 
It's funny. It's got good characters. The ending's a little wo- wokey, but eh. And then eh. Winter Soldier is good because I mean it's Cap and Black Widow. It's and Bucky. almost a spy thriller movie. Yeah, it's like Marvel does the Bourne trilogy, but twenty times better. Yeah, it was very good. I enjoyed it. Uh, number seven, I have Infinity War, which we just went over Infinity War a moment mm-hmm. ago. But number seven, I have Black Panther. Yeah, that's a good. That's like I think in general we're in the same ballpark with most of these movies. Yeah, yeah I think. You, when our friend in our Snapchat group gave us his list, he had to, it broke it down into like five tiers. Yeah. Where like, this is the trash tier, this is lower, this is mid, this is good, and this is the if best If you've movies. ever seen a tier list on the internet, it yeah. was a tier list. But, he, but his point was, people aren't going to agree on the exact slots of the movies for the most part. Yeah, but you're going to agree on a general sentiment. Yeah. I think he's right. Agreed. I th- and I think us being within two or three slots on most of these is a mm-hmm. good example of that. That brings us to number six. Which is not a good example of that then, because uh, what you have at 10, I have at six. Spider-Man Far From Home? Far From Home. All, all three of your Spider-Man movies are in your top six. I love Mysterio. They do him very differently, but it's actually a good Marvel Cinematic like universe version of Mysterio, I think. My six is Captain America the Winter Soldier. <sighs> I mean, your seven was Winter Soldier, right? Yeah. Like, we're literally just a spot off on each other on that. That's fair. Um, my, my eight was Winter Soldier. My seven was Black Panther. Oh, yeah. Number five, then? Top five? Number five, I have Thor Ragnarok. Same. Okay, okay. Thor Ragnarok is the is the fifth best Marvel movie. You heard it here. Consensus, full agreement. Thor Ragnarok, fifth best <laughs> Marvel movie. I think we have some consensus points, and th- those are like... Pretty uh, steady points, I think. Thor's the wor- Thor Dark World's the worst movie. Um, Age of Ultron is really close to being the worst movie. Yeah. And Thor Ragnarok marks your top five. Like, mm-hmm. And uh, so, number four, what do you have? Homecoming. I have Endgame. My Endgame is number three, so we're like right there again. My Homecoming is number three. Ah, see, are, are just is your top three Spider-Mans? No, obviously Far From Home was six. Oh, yeah, okay, 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 that's right. My Far From Home was ten. Okay, so three, I, mine's Endgame. Mine is Homecoming. We had them flip-flopped. Endgame is like, Endgame is a fantastic like resolution to the entire phase, to all the phase. I think Endgame, if you if your first experience of watching Endgame was at home on your own TV, you lost something. Yeah, and I don't even just mean because like we saw it opening weekend. True. And like just the way the crowd reacted to that movie was insane. Like I hear sometimes videos videos creep up on TikTok of like crowd reactions to Endgame and like. That's what it was. It was so, like... Endgame was fantastic. And it was great to see in a theater. Watching Cap, Will, Mjolnir, and, like... Mm-hmm. It was a good movie. It was so much good. It it was, like, everything a comic book nerd... Somebody grew, somebody who grew up in the 90s reading comic books would would want in a movie. And it was yeah, all of that. I, I'd agree with that. And then Homecoming, a fantastic introduction to the MCU's Spider-Man. Yeah, like... And like so many people, I love the fact that we don't have to get his fucking backstory again. I mean, yeah, we've had, since the beginning of, the, of this millennium, we've had two Spider-Man mm-hmm. m- series, a trilogy, and, and a pair of movies. And a fuck ton of cartoons. Yeah, we don't need, like, it's it's like Batman. We don't need his backstory yeah. every time you introduce Batman. At this point, it's cultural knowledge. Mm-hmm. We don't need to know that a, a spaceship crash-landed outside of Smallville to know like Superman's backstory. We know Superman's backstory too. Like Yeah. So then we are on to number two. So your number two is Iron Man, the first Iron Man, I think. Like so I know nostalgia has Iron Man bumped for me. Yeah. But also 
it's the start of all of this. Without Iron Man, none of the rest of these would have slotted in like that. So in some ways, all of them owe their heritage to Iron Man and to RDJ and to like that first superhero movie in like 2008. You're not wrong. It's why it's in my top 10. It's iconic. It's And it's so good. From front to back, that movie is still amazing. My number two is Doctor Strange. Yeah, I had that all at 11. We're a little bit off here. Look, we get magic, which I've made clear I fucking love. But also, Marvel doesn't kill off their big villain. In fact, they don't have a giant big fight at the end. In fact, they introduce two villains in this movie and neither of them die. Exactly. They have the big fight leading up to Dormammu, but then the conclusion fight with Dormammu isn't a fight. Well, also, it's, it's a great resolution that really, really fits the character, which I think at multiple points throughout the cinematic universe, we have seen failures of how they fight their big villain matching the character. I think the big thing is, like I said, the movie introduces two big villains, Baron Mordo and Dormammu. Yep. And they both are alive at the end of the movie. Yeah. So that brings us to number one. Uh, obviously, it's Spider-Man No Way Home. Yeah. So Spider-Man No Way Home isn't just the best Marvel movie. Wait, wait I thought it was The Amazing Spider-Man 2. It's not canon to the MCU. Mm, I don't know shows up you said no spoilers you said i couldn't do spoilers <laughs> i know i'm going to cut this obviously it's not just the best marvel movie it's the best superhero movie ever yeah well mm. best live action superhero movie ever yeah i was about to say mm, uh, into the spider like i don't know which one's better into the spider verse or no way home they're both very good it's very hard to judge because they're both very stylistically different mm-hmm. and they're both great representations of the characters they have i will say no way home didn't make me cry once yeah. Into the Spider-Verse still makes me cry. You almost cried like three times in No Way Home, though. Yes. Dude, when... I think part of the reason why you didn't cry is because you were in a public space. No, that's not stopped me before. <laughs> but like when Spider-Man <laughs> catches <laughs> falling... <laughs> like, ah. Yeah, and this will be beeped. You could just bleep the <laughs> part and the <laughs> part yeah. and the part <laughs> yeah no I, I know how i'm gonna bleep it um yeah no spider-man no way home easily the best mcu film i'm excited for what's to come next in the mcu i'm really excited for dr strange and the multiverse, multiverse madness more dr strange i like dr strange but i'm more excited by the prospect of a full power wanda maximoff being i'm done with that too did you not hear my main reason for liking dr strange magic yeah. Also, we just watched Eternals, which is why we can make a full list of yeah. all 27 of these movies. I'm so excited on that second post-credit scene. True. So if you guys are unaware, Blade, a Blade movie is scheduled for production. Yeah, both- with Marshall Ali as Blade. Yeah. And the guy's a fucking amazing actor, and I'm super fucking stoked for it, because Blade is great. The original Blade movie, good. Blade 2, pretty good. Blade 3 makes me sad. But Kit Harrington is now also, we know he's going to be the Black Knight, and... Like, you love the magic shit, and mm-hmm. I, I guess I kind of do, too. I like, love the magic and supernatural shit. Because my favorite shit in the in the Marvel Comics universe is Iron Fist, but, like, the MCU mm-hmm. fucked him mm-hmm. up severely. Yeah. And then all the British ancient magic shit. Yeah. Like... It's magic shit. Look, magic and supernatural shit in comics are great. Also, magic and supernatural shit in modern settings, so modern fantasy, are fantastic, and I always love it, and you can't make me not. Like, I just hope we get a good Captain Britain out of this, but even if we don't, the fact that we're going to have Black Knight and Blade and probably Ghost Rider. Yeah, perhaps Ghost Spider. I think Ghost Spider is... Is uh, never going to happen. Is a likelihood if you mean 
um, Gwen Stacy Spider-Man. I think that's likely to happen at some no, point. No, 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 no. But if you I mean, mean Ghost Spider, the if, Ghost Spider. If you mean Peter Parker, who Uncle Ben didn't die, and he became an arrogant asshole of a superhero, and then it's his fault that Uncle Ben dies later, and he ends up being, <laughs> like, if you mean that, if you mean Spider-Man, who got gets the power of Ghost Rider, yeah, that's never gonna happen in the MCU. No, it's net. No, we're not gonna have Spider-Man Ghost of Vengeance. Yeah, we're, that's never going to happen in the MCU. Angel of Vengeance, whatever the fucking Ghost Rider movie's called. Look, Spirit, Spirit of Vengeance. Let's go straight to One of the Spirit coolest of parts for me of Spider-Man No Way Home, and this is not even a spoiler. You don't have to bleep this, is there's a scene I'm gonna for, bleep it anyways. for a brief second where Doctor Strange's cape is wrapped around Tom mm-hmm. Holland and Peter Parker's shoulders. Spider-Man Supreme. And I was like... Well, Spider Supreme. I was like, oh, Spider Supreme reference. It's never going to happen in the MCU. But this little nod to it is enough for my inner like lover of the weird shit of Spider-Man. Yeah, it was cool. Are we going to see if we needed to dick around for a little bit more? And No, like, this has gone this? on for like an hour probably. Well, we're about at 40 minutes. Like, I was going to see if we needed to pad this out, but we don't really need to pad it out. We we managed to stretch a 27-movie tier list out to 40 minutes. It'd be longer if this was a YouTube video and we had clips from the movies but just not enough for disney to hit us with copyrights i wouldn't even tempt it yeah i would just have like hand-drawn images that i've done really badly like stick figures fighting with like blatant <laughs> arrows pointing out who they are just being like this is clearly that scene from infinity war where we see all the characters coming out but because i can't use that image because i'm scared of disney it's all stick figures and they're all the same but with little name tags. i, I, I would be fine with stealing still images no 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 no, no. stick figures yeah I'm glad we both don't like Ant-Man movies. I like them more than you. Yeah. Ant-Man ends up in like the 18 to 14 range for me. Both Ant-Man movies are like 20 or lower for me. I like Scott Lang's character. That's the thing. I love Scott Lang. I love... What's his name? The actor. Fuck me. I love him as Ant-Man. He's so good. The movies are just garbage. They could have done Ghost better. So much better. Obviously, they're not actually garbage. Like, they're fine movies. They're just... They're not The Incredible Hulk or Thor Thor The Dark World. Yeah, they're not literally unwatchable. I think 24 through 27 is literally unwatchable in Marvel for me. Like, I never want to watch any of those four movies again. And that's Age of Ultron, Iron Man 3, Incredible Hulk, and Dark Dark World. I'd agree. But I don't want to watch Age of Ultron, Iron Man 2, Hulk, or Dark World. I also don't, really don't want to watch Ant-Man and the Wasp again. I really don't like that movie. Yeah, I'm not a huge fan of it. I don't, I don't really want to watch 23 again. There's a, good, there's a good chance you could convince me to watch Black Widow again, though. Like, that's not even hard. Iron Man 2, I would watch again. I have watched again. Actually, you know what? Everything 22 and down, you can't get me to watch again. I'm not watching Iron Man 3 again. Yeah, actually, that's fair. 22, Iron Man 2, Ant-Man and the Wasp, Avengers Age of Ultron, Iron Man 3, Hulk, and Dark World. Yeah, that's, that's fair. Yeah, literally neither of us would watch any of those movies because those are all the same movies we just have iron man 2 and 3 flopped yeah that's fair like i think black widow is the lowest movie i ranked that i would rewatch. thor is the lowest movie i ranked that i rewatch. yeah okay so that's because after you get through the first half of that movie it gets kind of watchable i think the the very first part of thor like the first 10 15 minutes is very good and then it's got 20 minutes of really 20 to 25 minutes of really like boring shiz 30 to 40 minutes but okay and then the back half of the movie is good like i really like the warriors three is that who they are (laughs) also destroyer is kind of a fun villain at the end even though it's really just loki doing loki things nah yeah anyways that's our rankings of the marvel cinematic universe if you think we're wrong which you probably do because people are very opinionated on this topic you can tell us we're wrong or tell us why you're right by well, emailing us at copilotreview at gmail.com. 
Look, you can disagree as much as you want, but as long as we all agree that No Way Home is one and Dark World is 27, I think we can come to an understanding. Yeah. But if for some reason you think there's a movie better than No Way Home in the MCU, tweet us at Copilot's Review. Or if you don't want to email or tweet us for some reason, you can also go to our website, copilotsreview.simplecast.com, where you can find a link to our email, our Twitter, and our Discord, where you can talk about it as well. Discord's probably the best place to get an actual conversation going. Yes. But Twitter's probably not bad either. That said, if you don't think Spider-Man Away Home is the best movie that the MCU has ever done, you're wrong and I won't have a conversation with you. I will, but it'll be to tell you you're wrong and that I won't have further conversation with you. <laughs> Anyways, thanks for hanging out with us. We'll see you on our next flight.